Hey there, fellow streakers. We have a show for you today. Jamie and I are excited to be here. We're going to be talking a little bit about advice for graduates and also how does that relate to goals and are goals always forward-looking so we're never quite satisfied? We'll talk about that and much more. Let's get streaking. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jamie. How are you? Wonderful. One of these days, I have I have one girl that I would teach in one of my classes, and every day I would be like, how are you doing today? And she's like, okay. And I, I told her, I'm like, it is my personal mission to one day be like, how are you doing? And have you say, fantastic. You're the total opposite. Every time I talk to you, how are you doing? Jeff? Fantastic. Wonderful. Like, Absolutely it's, amazing. It's always amazing. So is it your personal mission to have me say? No, oh, no, no, no. Right. It's my personal mission to enjoy and appreciate that you are pretty much always wonderful. There's yeah. a lot of people that don't believe that, though. That they, they don't believe I'm as happy as I am. I know. So you can but attest you really to it, right? Am I, I mean, yes. there's times, though, that I get down As and, long as it's blue. sometime before 5 o'clock in the day, 5 o'clock p.m. Five. Anything after 5 p.m., you're a different person. <laughs> oh, a little bit more tired. I, I'm not quite as chipper. chipper. Not quite as chipper. Yeah, you're definitely a... I'm a morning person. Morning person all the way around. And because I work on the East Coast in the sense of time frame, that's usually why after 5 o'clock... I'm starting to go down quite quickly. That's true. Yep, yep, yep. So I'm excited to talk today. What I'm... we have are graduates yes. that are happening. We've got a graduating senior. Congratulations, Lily. Yes. She graduates this today. Year, 20, year, class of 2022 from high school. But this is the time of year that pretty much any stage of life you're in, you're going to be hearing about graduation at some level. Right. If you've got young children, it's preschool graduation, which is a big deal, can I just say. I have caps and gowns from my preschool kids graduate. Like it didn't used to be such a big deal, but now it is. I've even gone to a preschool where we got professional pictures taken of the graduate in their cap and gown for preschool. They're super cute now. But preschool is a big graduation. You've got graduating from elementary to middle school, middle school to high school, high school to college, graduating from college. And then if you're already graduated from college, you probably are starting to get invited to other people's graduations. And you have children that are graduating. Or you have children that are graduating. So it seems to be that May is kind of that it's that time of year where you're thinking or about Or you're graduating. graduating, what, from college to a career and then graduating from a career to retirement and then retirement to death? Is that are those all the are those all the I graduations? A, I have a quote about that later. I guess you're right. Graduating is really closing the door on one time of life and looking forward to another time of life. So the question that I have and something that you and I have discussed and what we're going to be talking about today is what is it that we continue even when we've graduated and how do we do that continuation, which is where streaking is based all in all of that is the continuation of who we are and continuing to improve and how that relates to goals because it's a goal to graduate. Mm -hmm. In other words, it has a definite end time. It That's has, part of what graduation is, is you've attained the goal. You yeah. have you are graduating from that. So if you never graduate, you did never get that goal. So never... that shows that you either fail or you succeed. Mm -hmm. One of the one or the other. It you doesn't graduate matter. Graduate or you don't. Yeah, exactly. And we hope that our children, I think all of them are going to graduate. Well, it's a great Yes, they are. I paused you on that one. How come? <laughs> well, because of course they're going to graduate. <laughs> However, there are some people that don't graduate. 
And yet, can they still live a fulfilling life? Can they still have what they need if they don't graduate from high school or graduate from any of those areas? And I, I mean, yes, right? Yes, yeah. You can have a fulfilling life. Yes, you do not have to graduate in order to have a fulfilling life. Agreed. However, the graduation part is an, a, an accomplishment in itself of achieving a level of education. Absolutely. What are your thoughts right now? You're looking at me like, what in the world is he getting you at? Are, that's exactly what I'm looking at you like. <laughs> Five pieces of advice for graduating seniors. That's so, where I the only going. The only reason I bring it up, and just to, just to put on... Because I don't want to put a kibosh on anyone's celebration, obviously. What I do want to recognize, though, is that there are artificial things that are set in life. Artificial in the sense that you really don't have to graduate from high school in order to have a fulfilling life. However, it may make it easier with the culture and, the, and what we have set up today. But there's many, many countries in the world that don't necessarily have a graduation from one thing to the next. And there are those that do. What I think is what we're looking at here is continuous learning, being able to continually learn, which is one of our points for the advice to graduates. Right. I remember reading an article once about the difference between learning and education and, and that there's learning is something that you're wanting to be doing all the time. Yeah. Getting an education is a little bit more of fitting within the norms of of a, of a construct that, that there's, okay, you do this and this and this, and then you graduate and now you have an education, so to speak. And what I feel that you're saying is that you don't have to graduate to continue learning and you don't have to stop learning when you graduate. Exactly. That, that learning and, and that's actually, you bring up a good point because, um, on the five piece of it, I pulled up some couple articles on advice, advice for graduating seniors. And one of the articles, the very first thing of advice was never stop learning. And almost every article that I found, that was a piece of advice in all of it, is don't think that because you've attained this level of education, that you're graduating from learning. You're not graduating. Nobody ever wants to graduate from learning. Right. You're graduating from a specific institution. You're maybe graduating from a certain time of life, but never graduate from learning. Right. So on our show today, we're going to be giving specific pieces of advice as to if you are graduating in any area, what you can do, continue to do to, for example, continue learning. We're going to be talking about the streaks that will keep going even when you've transitioned from one phase of life, high school to college, college to career, career to retirement, what you can do to keep those streaks alive. That's what we're going to be looking at today. And we're going to be putting that in the context of graduates. Mm -hmm. True? Yes. Okay. So let's get started. All right. So the first one we've talked about, never stop learning, which I think is just something. So I look at a lot of my streaks and a lot of the streaks that I see other people set. And a lot of them are around this endeavor and desire to want to embrace learning throughout all the stages of life. So specifically, what are one of, what, what's one of the streaks that you have that is embracing learning and going forward? Um, reading. I always want to be reading. Mm -hmm. um, for me, my geography streak, I always want to be learning about the world around me. Right. Um, even finance, learning about new things in finance. I just started a new one of write a question daily because I recognize both. I started it as because I was teaching a class and recognized that I needed to improve on the questions that I was asking the students because questions are kind of the foundation of the class. And then 
as I'm now, because we're graduating, that class is ending for the summer, I've actually asked myself, do I want to keep doing that streak? And as I've been reading different things, I've come to realize that asking questions is the foundation to a lot of things. In a lot of ways, it is the foundation to learning. So both being able to ask good questions as a teacher, but also being able to ask good questions as a learner. Yeah. And so that's so, one that I've kept. So specifically on those, you what what is the actual specific, how do you state the streak that you have in your actual streaking up? Like for me, for example, I have um, in my continuous learning and what I look at is review or make at least one development card daily. Now that may need a little bit of an explanation. What I do is from a book or from a master class or from a developmental workshop, I will make a card. It's actually in my, and you could look at it as, um, oh, what do they use? Quizlet. You can put it in Quizlet where you have a card and there's a front and a back to it. And I ask myself a question about what that specific, what I learned specifically. And then on the back, I put the answer. So I am always either reviewing or making one of those cards on a regular basis. And that streak I now have at 1,598 days old. And it's helped me in all the different books that I've been reading or the developmental classes that I've taken or the master classes, the master class app to review and look at what it is that I've learned. I mean, so that's the So do you make a thing. card sometimes for things that you've read in a book or that you've learned from a master class? Absolutely. So it started off as other people's cards. Yes. It started out with Franklin Covey. I, I went to a Helping Clients Succeed and they have these developmental cards on communication skills. And so I set it there to... I actually set the streak at that point to say, I'm going to study at least one developmental card daily. And that then blossomed into, I can study or make one daily. And that has helped me to retain the information that I've gotten out of books or out of classes or out of conversations. I just make, I make a card about it. So for example, I'll give you one more example on this. I have in my developmental cards. Right now, I've been taking Sarah Blakely's entrepreneur class on masterclass. And here, I'll give you an example of one of the cards. So for this is one of the things that she said, find your wander wonder place. So where do you wander to wonder about ideas and thoughts? So find your wander wonder place and that's where, and so the answer is, where do you have good ideas? Where do you get creative? Find that place and visit it often. So that's one of my cards. And I just review that from what she had on her masterclass. So I'm always looking to continuously learn by putting this deck of cards together. That's really a great streak. So where do you, how do you logistically put the cards together? Uh, so you can use Quizlet. Okay. And you just make a Quizlet. I use actually a Franklin Covey provided resource called Helping Clients Succeed. It's actually a deck that I can make all of these different cards. So you can just open that deck up and go through. I can go through it. And then I can also make cards to add to it. Do you ever, as you're going, because your streak is just to review one or review make or one. Review or make one. Mm -hmm. Do you often review more or does it work out mostly that you just kind of review one a day? Most often I'm doing more. Okay. Because they're very quick, of... just like that. So ideas are gold. Never lose an idea. Log it. Prioritize it. That was another card. Here's okay. another one. Filter ideas. Time, money, resources. So as you look at the idea, is it is how much time is it going to take? 
What's the amount of money it will take to develop it? And do you have the resources to do it? So that's another one. I, I keep going. Do your own research. Go to places that would sell your product and ask them if they sell something like it or need a solution for it. So this sounds, I know that one specifically from that same masterclass with Sarah Blakely. That's correct. Okay. That's, that's fantastic. So I love that you capture the moments of that aha moment when you're reading and you're like, okay, let's include that. Right. So another one that I'm working on right now, so that's her class. The next thing I'm going to be doing is um, Speed of Trust, which is Stephen M. R. Covey's. He's got Speed of Trust and also Trust and Inspire. So I'll make a deck for that so that I can start to look at the skill of developing high trust relationships. That's really great. I also can imagine that when you're trying to remember something and you you've got the you know small gist of it but you're like i can't totally you know you put it in a card you can go through a, your deck of cards and be like oh here it is exactly and since it's electronic i can have it on my ipad or my iphone and therefore always have it with me so that when i get a moment for example we're dropping the boys off at swimming right mm -hmm. now then I can go through those and look at them when I have that particular moment. Which isn't, that's one of my favorite things about streaking as well, is that it gives you a plan for those unplanned moments, those yes. little bits of time that you've got here and here, there, that everybody has. It's not enough time to do a lot with, but it's also time that's valuable. And when you have streaks, there are so many times that I have those little bits of time that I'm like, oh, I've got time to do this streak. And I'm using that time to do something small that helps me become who I want to be rather than thumbing through something useless that I maybe would have done otherwise because I, because you feel like I don't have enough time to do anything. Right. So I want to say something you just said. I want to reiterate it because it was so profound. It gives you a plan for those unplanned moments. Mm -hmm. And we get tons of those through the day. And as a graduate of whatever area, Sometimes now that I don't have the structure anymore, it's very difficult because I don't necessarily have a structure, that structure and a plan. That structure you've been having. Exactly. Or, yeah, that's true. Whereas the streaking gives you that structure. Yes. And to set something like this where it says review or develop, review or make at least one development card daily. I mean, I've got decks and decks of them and I can go into them at any point in time. Which also would be motivating. I mean, you're sitting there and you're like, okay, I'm re-motivated to, I remember when I learned this, I know why I believed it. I know why I wanted it to be in my deck of cards of life. I'm motivated again. It's also been interesting for me that there, that doesn't mean that I don't have times that I sometimes do sit and play my game, but it's an interesting thing because it's even that becomes more intentional Yeah. where I'm like, I know I've got these other things, but right now I am just going to sit and play my game for a few minutes or I am going to scroll through social media for a few minutes or, and, and so even in that, it becomes more intentional and conscious because I'm choosing to do that as well, which I think is a good thing to have it be an, an intentional thing and not just my standard go-to. Right. Exactly. And so, all right. Uh, number, going back to our pieces of advice for graduates, remember everyone's path is different. And this one was this one correlated to me to another one that um, talked about don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle, and a lot of a lot of advice was be careful about comparing mm -hmm. where you are to where other people are, mm -hmm. and I think that was really great, especially when you are graduating high school or college. Um, there is a tendency, and and maybe even 
well, let's see, you graduate high school, you graduate college, or you go to a reunion, there's going to be a massive amount of tendency to compare your path to someone else's path. And comparison is a cancer. It really is a difficult, yeah, it, it kills. The thief, of, the thief of joy is another one that I've heard that comparison. The reason I call it a cancer is because it grows. Once mm -hmm. you start in that comparison realm, it never stops. Mm -hmm. You can continue to compare all through your life. I know that I've been caught in it and it's cancerous in that it uh, metastasizes mm -hmm. and starts taking over so many other areas of life. So the question then is, what's a streak that I could do to combat that cancer? In other words, to uh, inoculate against it or to kill it altogether? And I had the same question. I was like, could you set a streak around not comparing? And I think if you think about it, you can. But the other thing I was thinking as well, we'll come back to that in just a second, but just having your own streaks and things that you've decided to do is also can inoculate comparing to others because for two reasons. One, you've taken some time to think about who you are and what you need to do to get to be the person you want to be. And so you've set streaks around things that you need to be doing. Two, you're taking time to do them probably every day, every week, which means you just generally don't have as much time to compare even when you're like, okay, I'm doing these things. Um, and so just the act of streaking in and of itself can combat that comparing, but then you can also set a specific streak to help you not compare. I think that that specific streak would be gratitude. Mm, Say thank you at least one time daily or be grateful for one thing in your life daily. Right. Every it's day, it, just every list day. one thing and it can be verbally, it can be mentally, it can be written down in your journal. What's one thing that I am grateful for, whether it be a person, a place or a thing, that I'm grateful for today. And I think that you can use it when feeling the comparison. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, could you set the streak that would be at least once a day, replace a comparison thought with a gratitude thought? Yeah. And and I thought, yeah, you could do that. But then down the road, would you get to the place where you're asking yourself, did I have to compare in order to have a gratitude thought? Yeah. So you could modify that streak if you needed to, to be have a gratitude thought, you know, replace at least one comparison thought a day with gratitude or have at least one thought of gratitude a day. Yeah. I think that would be beautiful. Yeah, I agree. And the other thing that you said that um, it didn't really hit me until, I mean, we talk about the specific streak, but you're right. When you're looking at streaking overall, you're really looking at all the inputs that you have into your own life. And my inputs are going to be completely different than someone else's inputs. And to start to compare them, would just be a futile exercise. Yes. It's not something that you really want to do. What what I really want to do and what you really want to do is look at who you want to be and then start putting the inputs in, which are the streaks necessary to become that person. And I think back to when we talked about law number one, make it laughably simple, that the only person that can decide what your laughably simple is, is you. Mm -hmm. You can't look at another person's laughably simple. And I've even talked to a streaker before that stopped streaking several streaks because they realized they had just looked at other people's streaks and set them. They yeah. didn't, they didn't, it they wasn't didn't something they were passionate about. They were just like, oh yeah, I guess I should be doing that. And so it sustained them for a couple days, maybe even a week or two, but eventually it was like, I don't, this isn't really passionate. This is somebody else's streak. Right. And so you can be inspired by other people, 
But I think it's super crucial that, like this says, that you take your own path, decide mm-hmm. who you want to be, where you are, and that start with your laughably simple yeah. and what that's going to mean. Speaking of that, the next the next piece of, little piece of advice, invest in your relationships. This was also one that was all over in all of the posts that I found was recognizing the value of your relationships over, and especially this time of life when you're heading into something new, graduating high school or college, especially college, you've got all of these financial goals that you have or, okay, now I need a new car or I need to make the job so that I can get this house or I want to move here. Those are all become very important kind of in that time of life. And over and over and over again throughout my research as I was studying advice for graduates, it was focus on the relationships. So I want to give you a major miss that I had in my life. It's a major miss. I was the other day um, looking at, and I forget, it was just, it may have been a little short that I watched on YouTube. And is it Kevin O'Leary that's one of the Shark Tank individuals? I think that's his name, Kevin okay. O'Leary. He was asked, what is the purpose of college, of a college education, if you will? And he said, he said in this short little clip, he said, there is one reason and one reason for college only, and that's who you connect with and who you know. You need to connect with as many people and develop with a relationship with as many people as you know. He said that education is secondary. The grades are secondary. You go in there networking because those people will get you further than any transcript that you will ever have out of college. So if you look at that, here was my major miss. I went into college thinking I was going in for a transcript for grades. When's the last time you, Jamie, presented your transcript to a potential employer or to someone who is considering you as an individual? I can't even. Never. No one's asked me my grades for decades. The (laughs) only time I was ever asked for a transcript was when I was getting an internship in school Mm -hmm. or I was still in college and they wanted something to see what my grades were looking like. Right. Other than that, I have never shown it again. The only thing is that I have a degree. I have a degree from Brigham Young University, and that was it. Mm -hmm. What I missed out on, and what I would say to anyone out there, is I did not connect with people in college. Now, my brother, he did a phenomenal job, and to this day has connections of people that get him into places where he would otherwise not be able to get. This is so crucial and critical. This is where I would set a streak. If you're still in college, or if you're graduating from high school, going to college, I would set a streak to connect with at least one person daily via LinkedIn or on the college campus, whatever it is. It's just a quick connection and continue to foster those relationships. Yep, that was, I agree. And I think that that is something that has become more prominent of a thing because of our ability to be more connected mm-hmm. with the, with social media, with LinkedIn, with the internet. We are now much more connected than we used to be. But I agree with you. I don't feel that I was taught that as much. And I wished that I had recognized that the, my friends, my family, my coworkers, my other fellow students are all resources that I can use to learn new things, to get new places, to open doors that would otherwise be closed to me. And to look at that and, and think, I want to foster those relationships. Absolutely. And then the other thing that I've been talking a lot with my daughter about who's graduating 
is that people want to help you. People love when you're in this stage of life where you're learning and and they're looking back and thinking, oh yeah, let me help you out. Let me tell you what I learned. Let me introduce you to this person. Let me, so if you're in that age, don't be afraid to ask for other people's friends and contacts and things that you can do because you we want to share. We like sharing right. those things with people. One of the areas where you can really capitalize on this in college is by con- connecting with executives from any organization. And I'm talking top executives in any organization and say, I'm a student, I'm looking to connect and learn about what it is you've done to be where you are. Executives across the board, each one of them love to have those conversations. We just had a we just had our uh, son who's a freshman in college right now say that he had a professor that said, you need to milk your freshman year for everything you can of reaching out to these people. Exactly what you said, executives mm-hmm. and companies, CEOs, CFOs, wherever you want to go, just introduce yourself as I'm a freshman in college mm-hmm. and I want to understand what you know. And he's like, you just use that because they are excited to share resources and information yeah. with you. When you're not afraid to reach out to them and to just share with them vulnerability mm-hmm. and saying, I'm learning, I'm, learning. I'm trying to absorb, you will find amazing experiences that happen. And that's one that I feel like spans the ages. If mm-hmm. you're willing to be vulnerable in not knowing something and asking questions. Yeah. And and I think that's... And I think that that's what goes into the next one, which is make yourself a top priority. What I'm looking at is the relationships that you have, the learning that you do, all of those things are enhanced by streaking. As I look at this list and the last one on this one, and by the way, this is out of slate.com. And this was uh, from an article by Morgan Barr, Five Pieces of Advice for Graduating Seniors. What I noticed about this is that Every single one of these lists that we looked at gives you the what. Yes. But not the how. Yes. And that's what streaking does is it gives you the how. That's why we spend so much time talking about, okay, what is the streak that you can set to do this what? Right. So I look at, you know, take time to take make yourself a top priority. I think, and, and I've kind of changed, I guess, a little bit in this is when I look at these advices and... Um, recommendations, I often do think, okay, which streak is that? What what streak have I set that's doing that thing in yeah. my life? And so making yourself a top priority, I look at it and I think, okay, when I've got my meditation streak, my exercise streak, my those things that I recognize, my drink water streak, that is putting myself as a priority saying, look, I know life's going to get busy and lots going to be asked of you, but let's take a second and look at the things that you need to do to fill your bucket. Even reading is continuous learning, but it's also taking time to be like, just take step away for a little bit and and enjoy. So I have, you have read a nonfiction book. Mine was just read any book of your choice. Yeah, but it's very specific though. It's read at least... Read at least five sentences in any book you choose <laughs> so that I could free myself to enjoy that good books, that fiction books and fun books, I guess I should say, are equally as enjoyable and beneficial. That was the word I was looking for. Okay. I want to rapid fire something real quickly here. There's a list of 16 different tips right here. My best advice for graduate, 16 tips every graduate needs to hear. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the list and then I want you to think of streaks that might apply. 
Okay? Okay. So I'm just going to read the list real quick, and then we can revisit these. Okay. All right. So number one, start saving for retirement. Number two, live your own life. Number three, read more books. Number four, don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle. Number five, be positive. Number six, learn something new as often as you can. Number seven, learn how to make extra money. Number eight, do things that make you uncomfortable. Number nine, don't let life pass you by. Number 10, appreciate moments with those you love. Number 11, less stuff equals more freedom. Number 12, help others. Number 13, build a budget. Number 14, have an emergency fund. Number 15, believe in yourself. Number 16, know that not all adults know what they are doing. And that is the 16. So I rapid fired those. Any of those stand out right out of the shoot that you say, okay, yeah, here's a couple of streaks that I would recommend. Oh, yeah, totally. So okay, start saving for retirement now. Boom. Create a budget now. <laughs> yeah. Any of those looking and saying, okay, what financial streaks do I want in my life? Is it open my budget once every day? Is it save a certain amount every week or every month? Is it... So those are all... I mean, we have several streaks around... All of those things. When when we finally got really free financially was when we decided to assign or categorize at least one financial item daily. So for example, we'd go to the store, we'd spend $20, we would categorize that in under groceries. So we had a budget and we'd categorize it under budget and we would do that every single day so that we were very aware of our finances. We've got another streaker out there who looks at his finances daily, whereas before would hide his head in the sand mm -hmm. and not recognize that, you know what, I've got to look at this. It's a data point. It's right. not a, It's not something that is a judgment point of you're either good or bad. It's a data point. And that data point allows you to make decisions. I also look at it and think sometimes these financial, the amount of financial knowledge that is out in the world is extremely overwhelming. Yeah. And so being able to look at it and say, I'm just going to learn something new about stocks every day or investing every day or finances every day. That's the only thing you have to do is just learn one thing new. Yeah. And, and, and it couldn't, and it doesn't even have to be learn. I'm going to review. I'm going to review thing. one thing about finances every day, just so that you get used to, you're right, not being, I mean, it can help you overcome a fear of money. It can help you overcome intimidation of how much knowledge is out there. It can help you stay focused on, okay, this is my budget. I'm just going to look at it every day. That is going to influence how and when you spend money just by simply looking at it. These yeah. small things done consecutively and consistently make a difference in the way that you make your decisions and your choices. One thing that I would have wanted to do, just one more moment on this start saving for re retirement now, had we had streaking back when we were very first graduating from college, I would have loved to say, have a streak of setting at least $10 monthly into an index fund. Mm -hmm. And that, and just, just that's it, just that's it. $10, at least $10 monthly. Now I may increase that and I may make more of it, but the floor is at least $10 into an index fund. And if $10 won't buy anything in an index fund, then I'll save that $10 until I can buy an index fund. And then I'm just going to continue to add to that every single month, but at least $10 and you will be amazed. Now, one sorry, I was I was going to have another thought, but I'll wait on that thought. Well, the two things that I look at is that one that's teaching you that's investing in the future, so you're actually investing, but it's also learning to look at money differently and being and and saying I don't need to spend all of it and I can save some of it and it's just the whole thing and every article I read talked a lot about starting this at this age, that learning to 
understand money and invest and not be afraid of it and not be governed by it and not have it be your, you know, the only thing you're going after. Right. All of those things. It was. And making it laughably simple. I mean, I was once talking to one of our children and said, what if you had just a laughably simple streak of saving at least one penny daily? Mm -hmm. It's penny. That's laughable. That's, I mean, laughably simple. Mm -hmm. And if I did that, it'd be 30 cents in in a (laughs) month, month. (laughs) right? But one of the things that you say quite often and that I really subscribe to is it changes your mindset. Right. And the mindset is, I'm going to be saving. Mm -hmm. And remember, that's the floor. Now, I could save more than that. And in a month where I have more, I may put $10, $20, $30 into savings. And I'm not going to spend that savings. It's going to be something that's building up so that in the future, my money starts making money for me. Right. And the ability to handle stressful situations as you come into the future and make those decisions better. One of the, so you asked another, one of these was be positive. And I'm like, that's a wonderful thing to look at for setting a streak because we don't have a lot of other tools. I'm going to say there's no other tools out there. You can't set a goal to be positive because how do you know when, when do you graduate from being positive? Do you know what I mean? You're not going to. Now that is an interesting little segue. We won't take it right now, but goals, that's something that I've been thinking a lot about, but go ahead. So being positive, you can set a streak to be positive. And I think we broached that with our gratitude streak, or can I look at something positively? You could set a streak to every day, find one positive thing in something that's maybe not positive. Right. You could set a streak to just, you know, find the silver lining. Once a day, find the silver lining in this situation. Or once a day, smile at someone. Even, I mean, all of those are incorporated into great. being positive. Absolutely. Learn something new as often as you can. You can set a streak to learn something new. Just every, like what we talked about. Day. Yeah. I mean, and I've, I listened to a podcast where a woman wrote an entire book on a streak that she had to learn something new every day and she wrote it down. And ended up at the end of that year writing an entire book about how she had learned. One of your streaks as far as learn something new is to identify at least one TED Talk weekly to listen to. Yep. Now, you don't necessarily listen to it in that week, but you identify it and say, this is one of the ones that I may look at in the future. So you have an arsenal of TED Talks that you then look at. And it's keeping me aware of the things that are being talked about. This um, One of these was, do things that make you uncomfortable. I remember reading, and I, I wished I had thought of this before to look up his name, but he wanted to get better with rejection. Mm. I think if you go out and look this up on YouTube, you can find it because he did a whole thing for 100 days. He wanted to get rejected every day in a row for 100 days and to hold himself accountable. He put it on, he would record it on YouTube. I followed along um, some of the things that he did, and it's amazing that he talked about what he learned about rejection, how... He thought it would be so easy and how much he realized people said yes to the things that he thought for sure they would say no to and and that he would got a lot more comfortable with rejection. He has ended up starting an entire company teaching people how to become more comfortable with rejection. The title of that talk is What I Learned from 100 Days of Rejection by Jia Jang. Yes. So now he's... I think that's a TED Talk. Is that right? Uh, It is a TED Talk. Yes, it is. And then he also has started a company. I think he's written several articles. It's called 100 Days of Rejection Therapy. Yes, it is. (laughs) All of this from, in my mind, setting a streak. Setting a streak. He set a streak because he wanted to learn to be more comfortable with being uncomfortable. Right. Exactly. And it changed his life. It changed the entire trajectory of his life. Appreciate moments with those that you love. Oh, just before you get to that one. 
Oh, Number nine, skipped. don't let life pass you by. I love this. You read this to me. Do you mind if I read it? Nope, go ahead. This is a quote from The Sustainable Human. Quote, first I was dying to finish high school and start college. And then I was dying to finish college and start working. And then I was dying to marry and have children. And then I was dying for my children to grow old enough for school so I could return to work. And then I was dying to retire. And now I'm dying. And suddenly I realize I forgot to live. And that is, I look at that as a when I was a young mom and very much thinking, oh, when the kids get to this stage, it's going to be easier. Oh, when they're potty trained, it's going to be easier. Oh, when they're all these stages that I was thinking, oh, when we get to this, when we get to this, when we get to this. And you really do get to a point if you're always looking to that next stage, those stages come and then they go. And then they're in your rearview mirror and you're like, huh, I wished I had appreciated them a little bit more. And so I think, how would you set a streak around that? Well, I think there's a couple of things. Can I offer a thought real quick yes. on this? And it's it's going to divert us into goals just a little bit because graduation in whatever phase of life is attainment of a goal, just like what we've mm-hmm. talked about. Attainment or rejection, whichever you didn't get it. I wrote a little article at streakingmastery.com and I, because I've been thinking a lot about this, and I want to read just one little portion of this. Okay. Goals are always forward looking. You set a goal to achieve something at some future point. Because it is a future state in the present, are you always looking to the future? And if you are fully focused on the goal, anything you do in the present is for the future goal. Therefore, are you only fulfilled? when you reach a goal. If you are always looking to a future state of accomplishment, then you then your present is filled with anxiety, pressure, and doubt. If you're not setting goals, what then do you use to progress and achieve? Through the last six years of streaking, we, Jamie and I, have found that streaking grounds you in the present and you progress. How? Because you are focused on activities that you do every day, week, or month that are aligned with who you are and who you want to be. Ozan Verrill, the author of Think Like a Rocket Scientist, said this, Inputs aren't sexy. The word input might be better reserved for a boring database software, but an input-focused mind is the mark of anyone who has achieved anything extraordinary. The amateur focuses on getting short term results. The professional plays the long game and prioritizes inputs, perfecting them for years with no immediate payoff. By taking the pressure off of the outcome, you get better at your craft. Success becomes a consequence, not the goal. End quote. When you are streaking, you are focused on the input and accomplishments, achievements, and success are consequences. You live in the present. You accomplish in the present. You enjoy the present. You no longer look for a future state to be happy or to be accomplished or to succeed. Anxiety is calmed. Pressure is relieved. And confidence displaces doubt. I loved that. And I love the quote from, is it Ozan? Yeah, Ozan Verrill. Ozan Verrill. This idea, so, and we, and I asked you this as we were talking about this before we got on the podcast, because if you're graduating 
from high school or college, I can pretty much guarantee you that someone's going to come up to you and say, so what are your goals? What, what's, what's your goals for the next couple of years? And if you don't have a specific answer of what your goals are, like there's a little bit of a stigma around that. Oh, you don't know what you're doing, huh? And so we talked about this that I looked at and I thought, because sometimes as we've talked about, we're looking at and saying, okay, can you go without goals? Like, can you do that? And I think so. And the answer that I came to was whether you do it, whether you set goals or don't set goals, what you said at the end is a priority. The inputs is what matters. If you're setting goals and you don't focus on your inputs at all, you're not going to reach your goals anyway. So whatever. And if you don't set goals and you're not focusing on inputs, you're not going to do anything either. But if you focus on your inputs, whether you set a goal or just focus on those inputs, you have to focus on the inputs. I guess that's what I'm saying is that the inputs is really where it's at. If you're focusing on the things that you're putting in each day, that's what's going to make a difference. I was talking with Talon about this and he asked me specifically, have you set personal goals? And I have in the past. I mean, I've set personal goals. However, I realized something for the last six years, I've not set any personal goals. Zero. I've, I have streaks and all of those streaks, but the, the, the successes that I've had have been a result of the streaks or have been the consequences of the focus on the inputs, writing articles, books, mm-hmm. uh, writing and, or, or for example, right now training for a marathon, I say training for a marathon, but it's not, I'm just running like I have every day for the last six years. Mm-hmm. And it's the result will be that the consequence will be I'll be able to finish a marathon, but it comes out of the streak. And so I'm curious when someone asks, well, what are your, what are your forward looking goals? I wonder if I might be able to respond. I don't have, I have aspirations. I have desired states and what I have right now are streaks. And these streaks are the ones that I'm doing on a daily basis in order to become who I want to be. I've examined the person I am and I've examined the person I want to be. And these are the things that I'm doing to become that person. These are the streaks that I've set. Yeah, let me tell you, I don't have goals, but let me share with you the streaks that I have. The streaks that I've set. I read at least one paragraph in a nonfiction book daily so that I can continue to learn. Mm -hmm. I study one digital marketing... one digital marketing asset daily so that I can be better at the craft of digital marketing. I mean, just like what Ozan Verrill said there, the craft, you, right. you, you, you become... focus on your craft and you become this person. And guess what? All these things start to fall out. If you want to be the CEO of an organization or a leader in some right, then connecting with people. You know, if you want to have education be the center of your home as a mother and as a father, then you're reading to your boys and those things will come out. Right. So that's what I, I, I think my takeaway for our discussion of goals, because the other thing that we've talked about just briefly is that, is that different for children? Are children more motivated by goals, by things that they cross that finish line? Do you know what I mean? I do. But I still come back to this place of even with goals, I would still set the streaks always. Always. Because the streaks is what helps me focus on the input. The streak is what keeps me going when I've attained that goal. The streak is what keeps me going when I fall down. That's the other thing that we had talked about is that sometimes people say to us, I had a streak, I broke the streak, and to be honest, it's been hard to start again. 
Yeah. And we've thought a lot about that. And, and I look at it and I think so much of what streaking is, is the journey. It is living in the moment of what you're doing right now. And you may have fallen down, but starting again is part of every journey. And, and that's where it is different from a goal. So different. And so starting, not being afraid to start again, because putting it in perspective that the streak is there, the numbers of number of how many days in a row can you do this is motivating. Yeah. But also looking at it and saying, I'm doing stuff. Right. I'm doing these things every day. I may not do them perfectly, but I am doing them more than I was doing them before. Right. And that's what the streak is there for, is to keep you doing those inputs. I have found that as I look back over the last six years that we've been doing this, that I have had less anxiety. Mm -hmm. I have had less pressure. In fact, when I've seen, and I'll just take a work example, when I've felt pressure is when I have started to focus on the goal rather than the inputs. Mm -hmm. And I recognize that and realize, oh boy, I've got to back off of this. When I back off of it and start to look back at the inputs and putting my focus there, all of that dissipates. And it becomes something that I'm enjoying this moment and what we're doing right now. Right. And because there's so many things within a goal that sometimes variables that we may not have control over. But when we look at a streak and the inputs, we are asking ourselves to look at the things that we do have control over and do them consistently. And and inherently learning to let go of the things that you don't have control over and focus on, okay, I don't have control over interest rates right now but I do have control over saving. I can do that. I don't have control over what this boss does, but I do have control over how I do my job. Right. What I'm learning. I love this. It's the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. So our advice to graduates... Wherever you are in life. Whatever. And that's the thing that I would say, just as you get to this advice, is you can start anywhere. It doesn't have to be the end of one chapter and the beginning of of the next, which is another great methodology of streaking, is you can start right now today with one thing and say, how many days in a row can I do it? So of all these advice that we've been giving out from other people for graduates... Decide today, look at who you want to be and think, what streak can I start today? What laughably simple thing can I do today and start doing and keep a record of and, and, and then join the community, join the streaking community, be a part of the largest group of people that are streaking to become successful. Just as we finish up, I want to tell you, I was having a conversation just yesterday with a a streaker, a relatively new streaker, who downloaded the app and was looking at it. And he said to me this, quote, I love opening the app in the community because everyone is so positive and looking at progressing. I love just scrolling down through all of the different comments that people are making about their streaks and how they're accomplishing it. Isn't that neat? Yes. it's That's part of what the community... That's the, that's the major part of the community. The streaking community is this active community of people des- wanting to, uh, or I, I was going to say desperately, but not necessarily desperately, but wanting to be active and improving themselves and progressing on a daily basis. Intentionally. That's Actively it. Actively choosing. I yeah. want to be progressing each day. 
and doing something about it, not just thinking about it, but actually right. I'm going to so do these things. So if you are, if you haven't yet downloaded the streaking app, do it. It's worth just looking in there, even if you don't keep track of your streaks in it, to be able to look through the community and see what people are doing. Now, if you keep track of your streaks in there, you also will be able to have the benefit of having those backed up on the server so that you don't have a piece of paper that gets lost or something like that. But what it does is it's set up specifically to fulfill the three laws of streaking. Just like we say in the introduction, keep it laugh, keep and make it laughably simple. It's no record, no streak. And you've got your record right there. And then join the streaking community. As you do that, you'll find the fulfillment. So congratulations, graduates. And we're all, proud of you. We're proud of you. And start a streak today. Thank you so much for the conversation. Next week, Jamie and I will be back with you again, and we're going to continue this conversation a little bit more around goals and the future state and how we can be present, as well as some thoughts on vulnerability and what you might be able to do to set some streaks around vulnerability. Until that time, you're certainly welcome to ask us any questions. First, you can download the streaking app, follow our streaks and see where we're at in our progress. And we would love to follow your streaks if you'd be so willing to share. You could follow me at Jeffrey Downs or follow Jamie, Jamie Downs. And by the way, hers is J-A-M-I, no E. <laughs> well, I was going to say, or you could email us. I was just yep. saying the in the in the app itself, it's just Jamie Downs, right? You don't have yes, any number right, or anybody right. else? Nope, yep. Numbers, yeah. So for me, if you want to email Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y, uh, down, sorry, Jeffrey, E-R-Y, just forgot my email address. You're okay. At streakingmastery.com or... Jamie, J-A-M-I, at streakingmastery.com. And as we said, you can find us in the Streaking app or on any of the social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, anywhere that there is social media out there, you can follow us. Also, if you haven't had a chance to listen to our sister program, The Streaking Professional, that one's aimed at business professionals and it's something that Talon and I talk a lot about what happens at work and how you apply streaking in your professional life. Well, until we have the opportunity to talk to you again... Keep streaking. Better you.